legacy I don't care if they remember me Only Jesus Welcome again to another podcast. This is Dreamwalker 1960. Today we conclude our look into 2 Timothy 3, 1-5. Today we start with looking into verse 3 of this chapter, which is as follows. They will be unloving and unforgiving. They will slander others and have no self-control. They will be cruel and hate what is good. So let's look at this first breakdown. They will be unloving and unforgiving. Unloving, which is without natural affection in the King James, means to be hard-hearted towards your kindred, in other words, your relatives. Unforgiving is truce breakers, literally without libation, which usually accompanies a treaty, i.e. by implication, truceless. That comes from Strong's. A libation, for those who don't know, is a uh, certain ceremony required when making an agreement that where you dump some liquid onto the ground, usually alcohol, and this is a symbolic act showing that you have made this, this treaty and it seals the deal, basically. Those that have no love for their parents or their children is what this boils down to for the unloving. Many times this past year, I have heard of more cases than I can remember of parents abusing or killing their children. While on the other hand, I hear constantly of young adults who show true disdain for their parents. As for truce breakers, which are those that wish to remain in a state of war, describes those that have gone into a war of words against the legally elected president of the United States and refuse to this day to accept this man as the president of this nation. Be they civilian, politician, or media, they are all showing themselves to be truce breakers to the detriment of this nation. They will slander others. False accusers in the King James is a traducer, specifically Satan in Strong's. A traducer is defined as one who attacks the reputation of another by slander or libel. Again, the media. No self-control. Incontent is what translates in the King James, which means powerless, i.e. without self-control, and that comes from Strong's. Self-control is a key phrase that I keep running into in these studies. Again, it points to the fact that we have an active part in our relationship with God. It is stating that we have a need to control our own desires and wants. Yes, pray for guidance and help, but do not blame God or Jesus when we falter or fail. It is due to our own lack of self-control that we stumble, not the Creator's. God is a constant. God is loving and forgiving. However, if we continue to live in this lack of self-control, as I pointed out in the first series of my podcast, that once our branches, which are upon the vine of salvation, no longer bear fruit, 
God himself will remove us from our salvation and cast us out to our human lust and desires, which will ultimately lead to the fire of damnation. So we are to strive to maintain control of our human weaknesses that is and will remain in us until the day when the corruptible dawns the incorruptible. Now on to they will be cruel, fierce in the King James, not tame, savage, per Strong's. This behavior is being played out nightly throughout several cities within the United States at this time. However, this is only the visible example of this. There are concealed elements at work that go unseen and try to stay hidden. This savagery struggles to stay secret, for it knows that once it is drawn into the light, it will cause those that question where they stand in this struggle between good and evil, between God and Satan. They will see the errors of their ways and will turn to the truth and ask his forgiveness, which he will give it without a moment's hesitation, for that is why he went to the cross. And the next phrase is, and hate what is good, despisers of those that are good, in the King James. Comes out to hostile to virtue in Strong's. Virtue is a good moral quality in a person, or the general quality of being moral and good. Again, this is something that no longer is hidden to the world. We hear this daily from the mainstream media. We see this from the state governments that say it is all right to riot, but you cannot gather to worship the creator of all. Those that strive to maintain true order are looked down upon and ridiculed for those that wish to remove order and replace it with disorder. This is all due to God no longer being the focal point of how we are taught. When God was removed from the schools in the 1960s, the United States has been going down this slippery slope, which has resulted in those that are described in these verses within the Bible, a fulfillment of prophecy becoming a reality before our very eyes. 2 Timothy 3, verse 4. They will betray their friends, be reckless, be puffed up with pride, and love pleasure rather than God. So let's look at the first part. They will betray their friends. In the same sense of giving forward into the enemy hands, that comes from Strong's. People whom you trust will turn upon you and hand you over to the enemy. An enemy can take many forms but their goal will be to destroy your life and livelihood. Now let's look at be reckless. Heady means falling forward, i.e. headlong. Figuratively, precipitate. Precipitate means to make something happen suddenly or sooner than expected. Be puffed up with pride. In the King James, it's high-minded. Means to envelop with smoke, i.e. figuratively to inflate with self-conceit that comes from Strong's. Self-conceit is an exaggerated opinion of one's own qualities or abilities. We see this in social media a lot. Due to people having the ability to hide who they are, they go about throughout social media degrading and demeaning others 
who have an insight or a fact that shows what is true to the world. They see themselves as knowing what is best for all, even if their ideals have been proven false time and again throughout history. When in reality, they are no different than anyone else. Yet they do not see this nor care for they surround themselves with those that are just as high-minded and so are blind to the realities of the world and all that is within it, thus blinding themselves from the truth of God and His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Now let's look at love pleasure rather than God. Lovers of pleasure is what it says in the King James. Fond of pleasure, i.e. voluptuousness. Voluptuousness, a voluptuous experience or object giving you a lot of pleasure because it feels extremely soft and comfortable or it sounds or looks extremely beautiful. I find the best example of this is those that say they are Christian, yet they openly live in a state of sin, not seeing that they have chosen the sin over God and the teachings of the Bible that says you must turn from these pleasures which are sin and place God the head of your life, not this temporal pleasure that is fleeting. Verse 5. They will act religious, but they will reject the power that could make them godly. Stay away from people like that. I see this in many buildings that call themselves churches. They have people in place of power that openly flaunt their sin, yet they act pious and religious when they are nowhere near to the Creator nor His Son, who willingly went to the cross sinless for their sake. We are given one command by Paul in these verses. Stay away from people like that. In the King James, it's from such turn away. In today's world, there are many ways we interact with people. It is ways that many of us don't think twice about. It is not thinking that causes many to not turn away from those people that we are told not to let into our lives or remove them from our fellowship. Listening to this or reading this is a form of interaction. I am simply a messenger, a teacher of God's word, a student of the Bible. I am someone that you are interacting with. However, if you notice, this is the type of contact I am referring to. Having contact in social media with those that show hatred of the truth, watching on television those that demean and spread false accusations against anyone, tolerating those that do anything listed in verses 2 through 5, is what we are told we must not do. We should not even listen to those in the news for they no longer provide facts, which is all they were originally supposed to do. We should seek alternate sources for our news. We should not spend money on types of entertainment that has those within it that live their lives in any manner like those listed in these verses, for we are interacting with them by giving them our money. We need to examine our lives and look to see how we invite people into it through the television, through the radio, who we interact with in person, even to the stores we shop at. Does this mean we should remove ourselves from all society? 
That depends on where you are with your walk with God through His Son, our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. For our focal point should be God first, then those we love that are within our lives, then those in your Christian community. Then when we need to interact with the world, we should do so in a sparing manner, and then those we have researched enough to know that we are not adding to the evils of this world with our interaction. Yes, this is difficult, and many of you may be laughing at this. That is between you and God. I am not here for my glory, but God's, through the only way into heaven and in the eternal life, which is my Savior, Jesus Christ, the Son of God. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. But Jesus is the only name to remember. And I
legacy I don't care if they remember me Only Jesus